now listening to the Kings of the North Podcast. All right, welcome to the Kings of the North Podcast. James Young and AJ Cal here for episode three. No technical difficulties this time, and I pronounced your last name correctly for the first time. Uh, Absolutely. Good, good to be here. All we right. We made it. Hey, I'll be honest. Uh, so I got out of class at like 3.15, and then yeah. I head up to the studio. Uh, got out early today because we had a group presentation. Went great, obviously. Ooh, uh, uh Thank you. Walked all the way down to my car, mm-hmm. started my car. Oh, did you forget? About to pull out, realized, hey, I got a podcast to do today. Well, I'm glad that you did that because uh, <laughs> I'd just be sitting here by myself. I, I told c- myself when that happened I wasn't going to tell you that because I didn't want to like hurt your feelings. Oh. But I remembered. I did remember. That's really funny. I, I it doesn't like hurt my feet. I think it's really funny though. You were just like, I'm ready to go home. Yeah, I've had a long day. I just can't all day. I've been thinking there's something that I'm forgetting about, and it, it, I remembered. I forgot about going to class today. Oh, let's talk about that. Let's yeah. dive into that. Yeah, let's dive into that. AJ, what so, is wrong with yeah, you? Yeah, we have a class at 11 a.m. That's that's early. It is not. It's early, early for me. It is not. I'm a night guy. I like to work out at night. So like you know that I like. You could be a night guy and also understand that it's not early. That's that's it's almost noon. I'm more of like a, if I had the choice, like class would start at 2 p.m. every class for me. I thought you were going to say 11 p.m. 11 p.m.? Yeah, no. instead oh of 11 a.m. No. Well, that's why I was- Like, like night classes? Yeah. What am I, a community college student? So you don't like night classes. You don't like almost noon classes. I like evening classes. I like to like, okay, like two to six, you got me. I'm in. Yeah? Yeah. And then that's like, it. and then after that, I go directly, I would go to directly from the gym, and then I'd go eat, and then gym. I'd stay up. Until like I don't know, like four o'clock in the morning, and then do it again. That's unhealthy. Just right. staying up that late. No, I mean last okay. night I stayed up really late, and I went to bed at like ten forty-five. I that oh. it was nice. <laughs> you said really late, like that's your no. No, I don't stay up past like eleven anymore. Two thirty p.m. I think I went to sleep last night. So it wasn't that. Bad. I did that in high school. How do you not? I guess you don't like have a job. Yeah, I don't care. That's wild. It's not even that. It's like, okay, even during the summers, like every summer that like I go back home, I work night j- night shifts usually. Mm-hmm. Like, so you can just, well, you have to stay up late. Yeah. I will, yeah, because like I stay up late. In my mind, I'm like, why not be productive while I'm staying up and make money? Uh, well, other than because like- Because most people wake up in the morning and go to work then. Right. No, it, it's a weird thing. Like, because you wor- if you work at night, you miss the daytime, and sure. you just feel like you, everybody's like moving, and yeah. you're still sleeping. Right. But then at night, I'm like moving, and everyone's like knocked out. So yeah. it's like weird. You're just like the opposite. You're like I, an I owl. Hate, or something. I hate. I hate the sun. I can't lie. The sun pisses me off. Like, well, just, don't worry. There hasn't been much of it lately. Yeah. I mean, I just, hate winter. I don't hate winter. Hate. Hate. I. It is like winter in my bottom four of seasons. Bottom four. Hmm. There's not many. Right at four. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, there's not many to choose from. There. Right at number four. Ah. I hate it. I. It mm. sucks. The winter is cold. It's wet. It's slippery, dangerous. Like, there's no danger. I think winter brings some of the funniest things to see, though. Like, people slipping on ice. But that's not funny. Oh, when that's someone, like, breaks their tailbone. Whoa, whoa. I didn't say break anything. I just go, like, they, that's you, know so that, dangerous. you know that awkward moment where someone slips and then they look up to, like, see if anyone noticed them? Yeah, but it could have been someone's grandma that did that. All right, so, like. When, so you're just, like, a bad guy is what you're saying. I said, like, I'm saying on college campuses. On top. You, so you if grandma's in college, <laughs> shout out to her. Wow. On top of all of that, 
Also, there's only like what, like six hours of sun. It feels like great. That sucks. That's awesome. That sucks. Because I feel depressed all the time. Just like walking around sad because there's no say? sun. When the night comes out, that's when the nothing comes. I'm not gonna say. Well, there's a difference but, between <laughs> when the night comes out when it's like five o'clock when you get home from work and it's dark. Like, I that's just sad. I just like dark. You're weird because you're not that, weird. Because well, or are you weird? When I was a kid growing up, I always had a my in my room for like my bedroom. I had um, on my roof I had windows like a, like a so oh like a skylight. Room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that's that. that's cool. It was cool, and but my dad like took away my curtains right like for them, so I could never like close them. So in the huh. morning they would just wake me up. Yeah, and then when I tried to play video games, it would hit my screen at oh. three p.m. every day. I remember the time. That's rough. And so there was just like. At nighttime, though, it was perfect. Everything went well. Yeah. Because, like, I could see the stars, like, the moon or whatever. Stars, yeah, right. You can see the stars out there. Um, but, like, the moon <laughs> and clouds. Just like here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I get to play video games, no worries. But, like, the sun during that time. So now I hate the sun. Uh, that was funny. All, I only, saw moon and I saw cloud. <laughs> I saw moon and cloud. I saw star <laughs> through my window ceiling. I throw rock at window. Get right. mad. We have a podcast to do. All right. Do On today's uh, episode, we got college football. We got NFL. His laptop's making noise. It's fine. We got NBA. Update. Uh, I think that's it. College football, NFL, NBA. Oh, CMU sports as well at the end. And yeah. some betting. bets of the week. Let me just tell you something. Someone made some money. I was right last week, by the way. The week of the underdog. And what was it? The week, the week of, of the, the underdog. underdog. Exactly. Before we start, shout out Nick. He told us to. Nick, you're a great guy. Schnick. Schnick. Yeah, Nick, you're a great guy. Uh, it sucks that your team sucks. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh. We'll get there, though. All right, shout out, Nick. Uh, Starting with college football, because that's like it's the college football time of the year. Um, The playoff rankings come out tonight. Uh, Obviously, last week, LSU defeated Alabama 46-41, to 9-0 LSU, 8-1 Alabama. I believe last week we talked about that game, and you mentioned, I think you said 80 for an over. You got that right there. No, I said take the over in that because I – okay, so I made a mistake in forgetting to say to bet on this game. I had Well, no, I would said take the over, but I didn't talk about – like I said, the week of the underdog, LSU was the underdog in that game. And guess who bet on LSU? I did. Guess who took the over? I did. Made some money. Easy to – like Joe Burrow, he – Money. He made, he made so much money this weekend. Yeah, I did. He is going to be a top – Top draft pick, I think. Maybe I think the top draft the, pick. The whole tank for Tua thing, tank for Burrow. Right. like That's the guy. Tua's still good, but oh, man, Burrow's Burrow. great. Oh, man. I mean, he went 31 for 39, 393 yards, and three touchdowns. The ability to only Yum. have eight incompletions against that defense. Absolutely. Wild. At, at, at Alabama? Right. Wow. Tua on his own, 21 of 40, 418 yards, four touchdowns, one pick, and that uh, goofy-looking fumble in the red zone. Man, that really started That's the a game tough off look. in a weird way. Yeah, and really, if you think about it like that, <laughs> that really could have been the play of the game because Alabama lost by one possession, and if they exactly. had scored there, who knows? Right. Najee Harris, also for Alabama, 19 rushing attempts, mostly in the second half, 146 yards, and a touchdown, and for LSU, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, big uh, coming-out party for him, 20 attempts, 103 yards, three Can touchdowns. We just take a moment, and for all the short people, short guys in the world, shout-out to my boy Edwards, I want you to know how annoyed I am of the announcers for this game, by the way, the amount of times that they men- mentioned his height and was all like, he didn't get the first down, he just wasn't long enough. Like, they were just, like, poking <laughs> jokes at him, and I just, I take offense. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is five foot eight. Yeah, that's not even, all right, 
I think that's average, isn't it? Isn't the average male? I yeah, I think height? it's like five seven or five eight. Yeah. Average height for you? Maybe five men. nine actually. Oof. It is uh, approximately ooh. It's gone up approximately five ten. Stop getting so tall out there. Uh, five ten. You're is making the it hard. Approximate U.S. height. Imagine. So uh, great game. LSU got to be number one, obviously. We'll if talk about it later. They were snuffed from the beginning. So yeah, if they're I totally not, agree. I'm totally just, agree. I'm getting really, you know, I'm going to get heated. But let's just go to the other running back really fast, Najee Harris. Woo. Man, that guy, like, that guy just put the team on his back. They were. Yeah. I felt like Alabama was just almost about to get shut out, and this guy just turns on the Jets. Yeah, and he showed, he had a huge catch, too, over a, yeah. a defender that, Really touchdown. showed like his, you know, potential as a receiver as well, which is something that people want to see in today's NFL. You exactly. Know? The problem with him, I always uh, relate things back to a draft perspective because I'm such an NFL draft fan. Yeah. The problem with him is he's going to have a lot of carries whenever he does come out. He's had uh, almost 130 this year, and there's still a couple games left. He had 120 last year and 61 in his freshman year, so <laughs> that's almost 300 carries, which is rough for a college back, but. You know, as it's not awful, as bad as like Jonathan Taylor, right? As awful as it is to say, I mean, he's still going to get a couple good years out of him. You know, regardless yeah. of how many touches he has. And Alabama produces running backs uh, about fifty-fifty. Yeah, think. yeah, it's kind of weird. So you have a lot of uh, other things after the game yeah. that you wanted to talk about. Let's start off with the Tigers chant. All right, do you know what the Tigers chant chant is? Tigers chant? Chant? Uh, no, uh, Tigers chant. I don't know about that one. Oh, it's Inf- inform me. Fantastic. And I'm so mad because I learned about it about a week and a half ago when I was talking about to... About a week ago. week ago. But uh, <laughs> about a week ago with a CMU football player that I met in the... Name drop, the come on. I I can't. He's a freshman. I don't know him. Um, I told after, him I, after I, the episode. Maybe. Me. I know his number's 38, but like, I, either way. Why would you say that? I can just look him up. Oh, that's fair. Look it up. Number okay. 38. I think he's a, he's a wide receiver. He plays slot, he told me. He, he said... I asked him for his last name. And he said something like, I don't know. So you don't know his name? I don't know his name. Are you going to cut this out? No. Ricardo Macon? Macone? Maybe. Have oh. you seen him? Yeah, Macone. That sounds familiar. Yeah, that's him. Okay, that's- shout out Ricardo. Yeah, thanks, man. He actually Five, told 10, me. 205. Yeah, hopefully he's good. That's the size of a receiver right there. A uh, slot receiver, uh, better than that. Um, but, um, From Vassar. So he uh, was telling me about. Uh, Why did that happen? What? That whole thing. Why did I say all that? I don't know. Okay. You were talking about the Tigers chant. Right. Okay, so he, um, Ricardo McComb, uh, who I met in the sauna, was really cool. We had a long conversation. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about the LSU game, and he was all like, yeah, a bunch of us CMU football players, because we have a bye week, we're going to go down to that game. And I was like, that's super cool. And he's like, do you know about the Tigers chant? And I was all like, what? Like, no, like, go ahead. Because I love, you know, I'm obviously a sports guy, and I just want to know more. And so after the LSU Tigers beat a team, they like to chant, suck that Tiger, you know, just. I don't know. I, all right. Suck that Tiger. D- bleep. Yeah, that's going to be bleep. <laughs> um, but, <coughs> and that's so funny because the whole school, like, so what happens is they find them for that, right? It's like $13,000. Every school time? pays for it. Yeah, absolutely. Wow, that's cool. Isn't that so cool? That is cool. And when I tell you that, like, if you just take out, you know, if you just change it to the Chippewas really fast, suck that chips. Di- uh, like chips weenie. <laughs> then you wouldn't have to bleep. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
but yeah, that's that's cool. That's so cool. Yeah, I love that. Shout like, out the school too for paying thirteen thousand so dollars cool. every time. Man, that's like pride, <laughs> and like I love that. Yeah. Like you can watch it, just Google it. It's out there. My friend Trey didn't know about it. Super funny when I showed him. He's like, I'm so mad I didn't know about that, and me too. I feel that. Yeah. Uh, next up, the LSU players after the game finished went over to the section where Alabama football recruits were sitting. They were hanging out watching the game, and they were like, eh, you might want to change your mind. You might want to not go to Alabama. Oh, they were so hyped. They were walking around that stadium like it was theirs, which it was after that game. Yeah. Um, And they were just, like, shaking hands with some of the recruits, and they were all like, you better watch. Yeah, change your mind. You yeah. want to play for us. Right. And I love that because LSU, like, I, the the, I'm okay with the reign of LSU for the next like five years. Yeah, me I've too. had enough of Alabama. Absolutely. So I love Coach O too. Yeah, he's Don't they do my, do my, do my, do my, Go Tigers. Go Tigers. <laughs> Go Tigers. That's great. Um, <laughs> if you look at the next thing on the list, uh, the video of the locker room. Now, I missed that too. Did you miss that? Yeah. All right. What you, what's happening here? All right. So uh, one of the LSU players was live streaming. Oh, and yeah. Okay. I did. Room. I did see this. I did. And see it was this. just like listening to Co- Coach O talk. Go Tigers. Yeah, go Tigers! And, but <laughs> like it's kind of like a, an Anto- a tani- um, excuse me, Antonio Brown moment, where like you know you're listening to the coach speak, and obviously it's a very like I don't say private setting, yeah, but like he says things, and he said roll tide, and then he said f you, right? So you know that's kind of like a, I feel like as a player you you should like let that release you know yeah I mean? and since then uh head coach ed orgeron says viral locker room video after alabama win should not have happened yeah that, obviously yeah love it because i love coach o, oh yeah but shouldn't happen and people have made like remixes to it where yeah. they make song there's so much like the memes are fantastic i and love shot it. up that locker room by the way have you seen it they just got an oh, upgraded they locker deserve room it. over the they over deserve the it summer like going into the season like obviously lsc is probably underperforming these last couple years look at them now yeah boom 28 million dollar locker room yeah. They have uh they have beds in there for the players. Like they're the lockers themselves turn into beds for the players. I like, like that. Like when they need that. I like that. I think that's awesome. That's super cool. Yeah. Man, what it That's what, what I'm saying. Be a football player. Send me back. Yeah, right. right. Oh, it's like it's my fault. <laughs> like, All um, right. And then money. I wrote money because as I said earlier, I hit those bets and I want you to know Keep listening to the Kings of the North podcast because we're giving you hot takes all the time. Except when he talks about Lamar. Just don't listen to that. Right, whatever. I mean, I took it out of the rundown. Yeah, it well, wasn't a big game this week, so yeah, I took it out. Yeah, they got they steamrolled the Cincinnati Bengals, which we were like scared about, like the minus ten on the spread. Yeah. I don't oh know yeah. Why. I don't know either. Yeah. yeah. Well, I we'll get there. We'll get. Yeah. There. I don't know. Either way, I just want you to know, money, money, money in the bank. We're oh. feeling good. This Ultimately, week. um, hello. Mom, Kel, by the way, she texted oh, you after the episode. That's one. really funny. Yeah, so my mom listens to my podcast <laughs> or our podcast. I apologize. No, you could say your. It's fine. Yeah. No, I feel I'm like just the host guy. You're like the knowledge guy. I'm the Bing Bing Ba. The Bing uh, Bing Ba. The bing. Go Tigers. <laughs> go Tigers. <laughs> We're just keep saying go Tigers. Um, oh yeah, you ain't go down there. The bad boy did you. Go Tigers. You go Tigers. Jimmy's accents come back again. I love that. Um, but more importantly, I yeah. mean, you could say anything and just make it sound like him. So funny. Um, but yeah, my mom does listen to the podcast, and uh, when she uh, got to that part, she definitely texted me and said, "Hey, don't you spend all your money in college gambling?" <laughs> and mother, listen. I'm in the positive it's, right it's now. It's not gambling. We're, it's investing. Yeah, investing. <laughs> and it, mom, it's like stealing money from a baby. They're just handing this stuff out. Are you telling me? Mm. Yes, at one point, I only had 58 cents in the bank account. But right now, we're feeling good. That's better than 57. No, 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 no,
<laughs> All right. All right. N- moving on. Yeah. Uh, I think the second most important game of the week. Absolutely. Minnesota Golden Gophers go into Penn State. No, it was in Minnesota, wasn't it? It was at Minnesota. At Minnesota. Yep. So Minnesota uh, Golden Gophers against the Penn State Nittany Lions, which is like some kind of special lion that lives in a hill, I yeah, think. Who cares? Uh they were previously ranked number four, uh, but the Golden Gophers beat them thirty one to twenty six final score. So Minnesota's gonna bump way up in the rankings, which we'll get to later. But yep. uh Tanner Morgan, the quarterback for Minnesota, great game, eighteen for twenty. And something that I did want to mention, you see eighteen for twenty sometimes in games, but you know, it's a lot of screens, a lot of short plays, a lot of easy throws. Tanner Morgan, 18 for 20, 339 yards and three touchdowns. That's a great game for him. I will say that, like, at least seven of those passes were just, they were just, like, throwing, uh, they were running screen routes and just hitting them consistently. And yeah. I was getting really annoyed because I was like, Penn State, what are you guys doing? Right. A lot of a lot of great uh, schemed plays, though, I, I would say. Uh, during, like, there was, like, two screens that went for, like, one went for a touchdown and one went for a big gain. Great job by the uh, Minnesota just coaching staff altogether. Wow. P.J. What- Fleck. And I'm what a job just he's doing. so glad he's not coaching for the Western, <laughs> like the the don't whatever. I don't even know what they are. Yeah, whatever <laughs> they are. I'm so glad because the, those those ugly uniforms, everything about them, I dislike. No, you know what? Hate. I said it. <gasps> but um, yeah, there it is. Um, but I'm just glad that he's not there, and he's doing a great job for Minnesota. Look at that, nine and zero. Yeah, man. And shout out to Andrew Morgan, redshirt sophomore. This is his first year starting. Yep. For the team, so obviously great, Impressive. great uh, game. For the uh, Penn State quarterback, Sean Clifford, not as good of a game. 23-43, 340 yards, one touchdown, three picks, ugly turnovers. But, you know, three turnovers and they're only losing by five. Yeah, you you really shot yourself in the foot there. Yeah, and they were like weird turnovers to me. Like there weren't anything super crazy. I think he was just trying to make too many plays happen. Right. ah. Totally agree. So shout out Minnesota. Um, Because I like Clifford a lot. They're going to bump up. A lot in the rankings yeah, that come out tonight. Absolutely, we're also going to have our own rankings. Uh, but first, we have to talk about. I'm a Michigan State fan, kinda. Um, not kinda. I mean, I am. Just unfortunately. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm they not. lost to Illinois, 37 to 34 was the final score. Let's go, Lovey Smith. Yeah, the reason that I want to talk about this on this podcast, obviously, Lovey Smith, former coach of the Bears, Oof. fired. Unfortunately, uh, hey, Lovey, ten and six season too. There uh, might be a coach position open soon for the bears come back save us what i don't come back i don't, bring I rex with you i just bring rex with you bring please ew. no <laughs> please at least we got to the super bowl with him no I bring kyle orton back i'd rather have him okay i don't care yeah that's fine you bring but jay back don't ever i don't, know. Se- I don't want sexy rexy anywhere <laughs> near the bears anymore i hate that guy tell me that he couldn't do better than mitch baby hands okay and i live by that adam rank is right all right so Either way, um so the hot streak continues though they came back twenty-eight to three, and let's just talk about that number twenty-eight to three. Sounds familiar. Yeah, sounds like why. it's cursed. I think that number is cursed. To mm. be honest with you, the Atlanta Falcons twenty-eight to three in the Super Bowl lost. Here we go. Uh, MSU clearly the not the underdog in this game, and guess who won? Illinois. Big upset. Yeah, it's their first uh, Illinois' first uh, bowl appearance since twenty fourteen. Congratulations. So good for them. That year they went six and seven, uh, including the bowl, so they already have the six wins. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they can continue to improve on their Wisconsin, season. Wisconsin, Michigan State. Yeah. They're just on a roll. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's right. impressive. And they're just playing with so like they're not even because like Illinois does not recruit. Right. Like anybody that I like think is like wow to me, to be honest. But they're just playing inspired football right now. Yeah, especially 
Man, I just I I personally imagine that every football player would love Lovey Smith. He's such a good. Oh my so God. like, just I've always loved Lovey to Smith. come That's out bad. and do that. You know, against Michigan State, who have struggled this year, but <laughs> doing that against them in order to make the bowl. That's awesome for them. That's fantastic. Okay, so love the now, beard, Lovey. Love oh, the beard. Absolutely, Santa Lovey. Love yep. the claws. Um, predicting this week's top six uh, in parentheses playoff prediction. So we'll both start at number six, just like the uh, the whatever voters presenters do. Right. Um, and then we'll go all the way through up to number one. Uh, so do you want to start for your number six? My number six is Alabama. <gasps> is that? A, I don't think that's a big shock to me. I don't know why. I think it is personally. Really? Yeah. I mean, I'm saying they make the playoffs. I just I think at number six they don't. Are like well, right now I'm saying I'm saying they could, probably could. So one of someone above them needs to lose. Yeah. Which do Ohio State and Minnesota play this year? I know Ohio State faces Penn State really soon. Yeah, I think it's this week that and they that's, play. And that's why I'm like oh, maybe Alabama week. can still make it. So Ohio State has Rutgers this week, mm-hmm. Penn State next oh, week. Rutgers, jeez, go home. Michigan the following. Yeah. So they have to play two top fifteen ranked teams mm-hmm. in the next three weeks. Yeah. It's possible. I certainly could see it. Yeah. I could also see, like, hmm. Minnesota faces Iowa next, and I know Iowa's not, like, great, but they play hard defense. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And, you know, this could be, like, one of those games, like, Minnesota had the big game, you know what I mean? They beat, they made the major upset, right. and they just lose the following week out of nowhere. I could see it. Yeah. I could totally see it. Um, going off of that point, uh, this week, I have Minnesota at number six. Yeah. Um, obviously, they beat Penn State, who was number four. They would fall way down for me personally. Um, but Minnesota was at 13, so it's hard for me to pull them all the way up to four. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think they hop over teams like Oregon. Uh, I think BYU or Utah is in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so they hop over those teams in order to get to number six. Yeah. So who's your number five? Georgia. We have the same. Georgia's my yeah. number five as well. I, I, I like Georgia. Yeah, I do too. I think they lost a game that they shouldn't have lost. Yep. Yeah. But they, for the most part, play. I think college is so unforgiving. Right. I hate that. Right. But Georgia. That's why it should be an 18 playoff. Just throwing it out there. I'm okay with that. They certainly, More football. They certainly have More money. a chance to uh, really prove themselves and really try and sneak into that number four spot. They need help, obviously. But uh, this week they face number 13, Auburn. So if they win that game, it looks good. They end out with Texas A&M and Georgia Tech. So two of easier games, but this week they have a tough matchup against Auburn. So mm-hmm. they could certainly, you know, provide a case because now at this point they have the same amount of losses as Alabama. Right. So it's depending on who you like more potentially between Georgia and Alabama. Who plays in the SEC, like, championship game? Uh, It would be LSU and... I think either Georgia or Alabama, yeah. I believe. Right, and that's going to be a huge, like, thing check for, for just to make both, sure all three of those teams, depending on who's playing. Yeah. So in the SEC, no LSU is in the West. So LSU, Alabama, Auburn are in the West. So okay. LSU, unless they lose, has the West. Yeah. And then in the East, uh, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee. So Georgia, Florida. Okay. Um, in competition there, and I believe Georgia just beat Florida. They did this. Yeah. Two weeks ago, yeah. twenty-four to seventeen. I remember so, that game. So Georgia would still they if I mean if they go to the SEC championship game, they don't lose from here on out, and beat LSU, and LSU doesn't lose out, then Georgia's in. There's obviously. a lot of a lot of flip flopping. A lot of moving parts here. Um, so we talked about number five. Your number four is Minnesota. My Minnesota. number four is Alabama. So we just flipped those. Yeah, I just feel like Minnesota deserves to be top four right now. Sure, they I, beat 
they beat a top four team. Right. They uh, have they're nine and zero, and a lot of teams can't say that that are trying to compete right now. They all have like there's only two teams other than Minnesota that has a little one next to them. So right. It's only fair, and I think college football should like yeah they don't come from a great conference maybe you can say or they don't face top tier competition they did their part yeah you know what i mean yeah when they play people they beat them so minnesota um the rest of the way they have iowa this week mm-hmm. uh northwestern the week after and then they actually play wisconsin the following week yeah, so, so they have like two decent games they out. have yeah they have two games against top 25 teams right now wisconsin's week ranked 15th so right. if they win out they certainly could be in too i personally had alabama there just because i think Alabama. Alabama is a a loss to LSU is a better loss to me than a win against Penn State. If that makes sense, I understand that. Just especially because it was it was also really close. It wasn't right. like it was like a one sided right. game. And personally, part of the reason that I did this ranking, which I don't know if this is something that the voters, rankers, whoever will do, is the way that mine's set up right now. We would get LSU versus Alabama again in the playoffs. Oh, that's because exciting. it would be one versus four. Oh. So I would love to see that. I would absolutely. Yeah, that was a great game. Do it again. Yeah. So then our top three are exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, Clemson at number three, Ohio State at two, LSU at number one. Uh, seems pretty straightforward to me personally. Yeah, I'm, I'm just waiting for – The only thing I'm weird about is Clemson. I think Clemson – They anyone. They, they got – their schedule and just the way it, like, worked out for them is so easy. They just, like, slipped in. You know right. what I mean? Because they knew – even though they weren't top four, like, a week ago – they were sitting at five, just waiting for one of those teams to lose right. or something like that, and just to slip in and right. they're in there. And it's not like they have a difficult schedule coming up. They have Wake Forest this week, who is unranked, and then I have they have a bye, and then the following week uh, they finish out their season at South Carolina. So mm-hmm. not a very hard schedule all around. South Carolina is four and six overall. They were the former national champions, though, so I feel like they kind of deserve to be in the Yeah, I agree. Plus... The way that we have it both set up um, is they would be facing Ohio State, and I think that would be a great game as well. I would love just I want to see some competition versus yeah. Ohio State. I'm getting real tired of like seeing Justin Fields against everybody, like blowing them out. Yeah, like let the let the just the good teams beat each other up a little bit. You mm-hmm. know, so like these um these spreads for college football right now are getting kind of uh, ridiculous. They look like college basketball spreads. Yeah, it's yeah. frustrating. So uh, Ohio State at number two. I think that one's obvious. They yep. they have absolutely done their job against everyone they've played against. They haven't had a t- particularly yeah. difficult schedule, right. but you beat the teams. They that smash you play. teams. Yeah. So, but I'd be really. I was really mad when Ohio State was one. So if somehow Ohio State doesn't like, if they stay at one for some reason, let's pretend. Man, these voters oh, just just gosh. trolling. They're just not. There would be riots. I hope so because I almost rioted just seeing that the idea that LSU wasn't one. Yeah. Because they've beat. Was it four top ten teams? Yeah. You know? I think so. Yeah. Because it was, well, I think it was three. Florida, Texas, Texas. Alabama. Mm. Let me look up their schedule. Just make sure. I thought there was four. But it could be. Three is still a lot. Right. It's more than Ohio State has played. It's more than everyone on this list almost combined. Right, exactly. Uh, So they played Texas and they won by seven. Mm -hmm. Uh, Texas is now ranked 22. But, but they the were time. top ten. I think yeah, they were, they were nine. top ten. They were like eight or seven. Right. Florida, they beat handily. Florida is still ranked 11th. They beat Auburn. 
That was probably the other yeah, top ten. Four. They're there ranked thirteenth now. Uh, they beat them by three, and then this past weekend they beat Alabama. There so you go. they have absolutely had the better schedule. I mean, before this Alabama game, they had the better schedule right. than anyone else. Exactly. And Ohio just... State, the only one that comes close, they've played uh, Cincinnati, who was unranked at the time. They're now ranked seventeenth. They beat them by forty-two points. Mm-hmm. They beat. Indiana, who's ranked 24, they beat them by 41 points. Mm-hmm. They beat Wisconsin, who at the time was four, I think. Now they're down to 15. Yeah. Uh, they beat them by 31 points. And so then, that's, maybe that's even five teams that they beat that right. are like, you know, top 15 at right. least. And then they have a, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what their schedule is because they're a good team. Uh, they have Rutgers this week, which is a cakewalk. Easy. And then Penn State, I don't know what Penn State is. I mean, they didn't look very good against Minnesota, but is Minnesota a good team? I don't know. So. Ohio State either has a difficult schedule against Penn State and then against Michigan. I don't think Michigan is any good. But, you know, at the very least, they're going to have a chance to prove themselves. I mean, we'll see what happens, I guess. And then LSU, number one. Uh, this is obvious. Yeah. Do we even have to talk about this? We just talked about them. Yeah, we literally, yeah. Okay. And then I did have a random uh, aside that I wanted to mention. Uh, Mel Kuyper Jr., the yeah. NFL draft guy for ESPN, just went on a show I don't even know what show it was, to be honest with you. And they asked him about Oklahoma quarterback Jalen Hurts. And yeah. where where would you right now rank Jalen Hurts? Like, as far as a draft prospect, what round, roughly? Uh, two to three. Yeah. I, I would agree. I think I might say one to three, personally. He sneaks in at the end of the first round, kind of like Maybe. Lamar did. But Kuiper said that Hurts is a uh, day three, fourth to sixth round quarterback, he said. And he had him ranked as his number nine quarterback prospect. Wow. Which is... Just wrong. I just feel like the evolution of Jalen Hurts Absolutely. is being underrated a little he bit. He was waxing poetic about how good Jalen Hurts has looked and how much he's developed and then ranked him ninth and said he's a fourth or fifth round guy. I think wow. Jalen Hurts could go first round. And if and if he was a fourth or fifth round guy, please draft him. Oh, Bears. At oh, Bears. At, at Bears, please. please. If he's there in the third, draft him. I, my, I might be cool with him in the second. Grand scheme <laughs> of things, trade for Cam, draft a quarterback, and then make him Fight Mitch, just like let him go. <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Yeah. I, mean, I want Mitch to feel like there's someone like Cam. Mike. Really? I just I was just saying a quarterback that like. Oh, okay. For. Yeah, and okay. that's the first one that came to my mind. Okay. I don't. Apparently, Cam Newton would like wouldn't mind playing in Chicago. That's what I heard recently. I don't know if I want him. I I don't. I don't know if he can walk or throw. Yeah, I I'm not like a huge fan. A lot of people are pushing for it. I don't know why. Yeah, but I, was I guess just if saying, he's a free agent, I'd be fine with it. I was just saying like people, just somebody get right. people somebody, in the yeah. room. I agree. Okay, so uh, on the on that note, we're going to head to the NFL now, uh, recapping some big games. We're starting uh, ugh, we're starting with the Bears. They beat the Lions 20-13 to 13 final score. Bears moved to 4-5, four, four Lions moved to 3-5-1, and one. and uh, AJ, who cares? I Not do. me. I care. Why? Because we're back, baby. Oh, my God. We were on the graphic, in the hunt. You didn't see Monday night? Oh, I, we, I don't care. We were there. We suck. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, my gosh. Yummy, yummy. Three touchdowns. I, I love it. Thanks, Lions. I don't know. I just feel good about winning. I know it's not like a win that I should be proud of, but right. I'm just happy. Mitch Trubisky and Jeff Driscoll are the same person. Prove me wrong. No. I think Jeff Driscoll like, made some like more impressive throws, actually. Okay. All right, fine. <laughs> Mitch is more athletic, I think. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But like uh, that's man, a bad thing. <laughs> man, Jeff Driscoll, fast. He was kind of fast the way he was scrambling. Yeah. There was a play I was all like, why are you burning my linebackers? Stop I, it. Uh, but um, really unfortunate for the Lions. Going into that game, they were the underdog, but I actually thought they would win that game. And then out of nowhere, well, all week they were like saying that Matthew Stafford might be out, and uh, he ended up being out the day yeah. of. So 
I just looked it up just because I was curious. Jeff Driscoll, do you have a guess on what his 40-yard dash was? This is shocking to me. Uh, I'm going to go with the, uh, seeing how fast he was that day, I'm going to go with the 4-6. Uh, 4-5-6. Four, 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 so Ooh, pretty close. I was going to go like 4-5, but I didn't want to be too, like that seems like a lot. But So God, maybe I was bad. wrong. Uh, Mitch Mitch had a 4-6-7. Seven. Seven. Yeah, six, yeah he was, he was, they're both fast though. 4-5-6, wow, for Jeff Driscoll, shout out. Yeah. Hey, so the Bears won. Yeah. Moved to third place in the NFC North. Detroit moves to fourth. Bears have the Rams next week. Who I think we can beat. Yeah, the Rams suck, but we suck too. So I don't know. Yeah, but like Jared Goff gets paid. That's funny to me. I don't think he's very good. No, Mitch isn't either. Yeah, but like we're not paying him the money that Jared Goff's getting paid. That's true. (laughs) They've already trapped themselves. And like, what makes. All right, we're not going to talk about the Rams yet. We'll get there. But just know that. I don't think the Rams are in the rundown. So talk about the Rams. Oh, okay. I was (laughs) just going to say like, I. It sucks for that organization because they've put so much money in Aaron Donald, who's yep. fantastic, like worth it in my opinion. Then you have Jared Goff, what? And then Todd Gurley, who sad. It like it's just sad. Don't get me wrong, like when he first was able to play, he was great, and then the arthritis and everything yeah. has like kicked in, and now he just looks like a fragment of himself. Yeah. So now they're paying two offensive players, who, quite honestly, I don't know if they like are worth the money they're getting. I. I mean, I'll go uh, not on a limb. I don't think they are. Yeah. Todd Gurley is a rotational player at best. Right. Doesn't look that good. And Jared Goff is, I've never liked Jared Goff. I think he's a middle of the NFL quarterback in the first place. With a really good coach. Yeah. Yeah. The Bears will be traveling to Los Angeles for that game, so that's important for Jared Goff because we know he He can't play in the cold. Yeah, and he plays better at home. Yeah. Just fact. Yep. Lions take on the Cowboys next week. Oh, Bears and Rams play Sunday Night Football. Please, please, Flex someone it. in charge, take us out Flex of that game. It, I don't want another week of talk about how bad the Bears are. We know. I don't, we know they suck. Uh, yeah, because then everyone, all the at like analysts just attack. And it's, I'm, I don't want They it. go like, why'd you miss that wide open receiver, Mitch? And I'm like, I... Because he's bad. Because he's bad. Yeah, we know like, he's bad. He knows he's, he knows he's bad. He's turning off the TVs. Let's he, see. Let's look at some alone. games that we could potentially flex here. Uh, Texans-Ravens. That's it. Is that I the don't, one? I don't want to go anymore. That's it. That's okay. the one I want. The, other, the only other one that's really worth it, in my opinion, is Patriots-Eagles. Which is, eh, eh. Nope. Eh, it's at 425. That's fine. Texans-Ravens. Come on. Do the right <laughs> let's thing. Let's do it. Flex us out. Flex the Bears out for the love of all yeah, that's holy. Please. God. Okay. Uh, next game was last night. Eight. Oh, wait, no. Hold on. Oh, the Thanksgiving rematch, by the way, between the Lions and Bears coming up soon. I just wanted to make sure I said that. Um, I love Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, you know. Shout out. You want to talk about. Shout out Thanksgiving. You want to talk about shouting out Nick. Guess who hates Thanksgiving? You're kidding. He does. Nick, I am unshouting you out. <laughs> there it is. I'm going to, I'm going to cut you How can you, you hate out. that? He says things like overrated and uh doesn't like like thanksgiving foods other than mashed potatoes truly spoken like a man who weighs about 120 pounds minus 15 because he's lost that much weight yes oh nick i'm sorry i'm not sorry you suck (laughs) yeah eat more turkey (laughs) son of a gun you guy you you fella yeah you (laughs) go tigers go tigers nick you know who does like that go 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 tigers All right, I'm going to cut off like at least half of the amount of times you say that, but that's okay. Oh. I'm sorry. Right. Just so much. Next game. <sighs> Go ahead. No, fine. What do you, what do you want to I say? just want to say that there's a, oh, the bet that they're giving on a certain website, a website that I'm not going to mention. Yeah. Oof. There's, I noticed you don't have your pregame out today. Pre, pre-workout. Pre-workout. Pre-game. I always have it on me. Uh, Here, hold on. You're right. Let me just stare. I haven't felt like I've been hyped enough. 
Oh, there. Oh, yeah, go time. Oh, there it is. Yep, feels okay. great. Gotta, mm, gotta love that stuff. Okay. It tastes so good. Blue raspberry. We'll get to the betting. Uh, Seattle beat the San Francisco 49ers, gave them their first loss of the year, 27-24 in overtime. Great game, oh, kind of an game. ugly game. We love that game. Kind of ugly, just like the turnovers. But I I think I attribute that more to great defense than bad offense, personally. I loved that game. That was you the, love that game because you hate Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't hate Jimmy Garoppolo. You dislike him. Yes. Okay. I Is just that, think that I just think he's overhyped a little bit. Yeah, I get I get, I get kind of annoyed by that. But it was more it was it no okay, he's listen, fine. The reason that I love that game is one, that was definitely by far the best Monday night football game we've gotten in a long time. You think? We, yeah, absolutely. We deserve that. We've had the Miami Dolphins versus the the you know the Steelers. Yeah. We've had the Redskins versus Bears. I don't know. There's been I can just remember those, and I was like how sad I was during right. Monday night. This I think the Jets were on Monday night one of these week one mm. of these, against the Patriots. Yeah. Oh man, and Jim, and like Sam Darnold didn't even play. So like this Monday night game is everything I needed in my system because on a Monday you you wake up on Monday and you go I have class I have work. I got to do this stuff. At night, on Monday, you go, can't wait for Monday Night Football. And then you get games like Miami versus the Steelers. And I go, all right, might as well not be Monday. You're not wrong. A lot of these games have sucked. Thank you. Thank you. There, let's so, see. Uh, there's only a handful that have even been one score games, like one possession. Right. One, two, uh, three, and then four with this past one. Yeah. That's all. Right. And there's been ten, probably. Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. There's been twelve games, and four have been one-score games. They've right. been gross. So that's really it's just bad. Hey, we football. have another gross game next week, by the way. Chiefs at Chargers. Well, gross. I don't know how gross that is. Gross. And you want to know what? Well, we'll get there. gross because I want to talk about the Chiefs a little bit later. Okay. But right now, I just want to say shout when out I said Seahawks. yeah, shout out to the Seahawks because not only were, did I put money on them. I put, I I uh, used my parlay on them actually. I, I parlayed them with, um, <clears throat> I put the money line for the Seahawks who were at two, I think it's plus two thirty for them to win, which is outrageous to me. I when I said last episode that that was ridiculous, I can't believe I still got that. And then I parlayed the over, which, oh, I loved it. I loved every bit of it. And let me explain what. I, let me explain the scenario really quick. So. At during the LSU game, I had bet money on LSU and I won it, right? And as I was waiting for my money to get in, unfortunately the website that I used uh, gave me minus nine cents or whatever. Like I had no money and it and I was negative. And I was like, "What's going on?" So I had to make a phone call, you know, call some a nice man named Herbert. Uh, I was he's like, "Hello, I'm Herbert." And I was like, "Yeah, okay." Whoa, Herbert. Herbert. And and I was all like, "Hello," like the blah blah blah. There's an issue. Guy, you know, gives me my money that I deserved and said, here's 10 free dollars because we made a nice. mistake. And guess what I used that free dollars on? That parlay. So I got a free $50 out of that because I am, I don't say God. That's messed up. The Oracle. I am the or. There we go. I like that. Thanks. I am the Oracle. That's fantastic. We'll keep that. But uh, just know that we love that. Uh, that game, the kicker situation, are, uh, was Really interesting because the Bears, like, for years couldn't find kickers, but then somehow the 49ers found, like, a kicker out off the street. Like, yeah. what, how do you do that? Right. Um, so I was going for the over, which I needed 48. And during that course of the game, you saw, like, to halftime, it was like it was like 10-7, right? Mm-hmm. And I called Nick during the middle of that game, and I was like, hey, Nick, like, 
I have the over and I have the Seahawks winning. And he was laughing. At shout me. out to Nick. Yeah, shout out Nick. And he's laughing at me. And he's like, yeah, you're getting a lot of points. And guess what I got? A lot a of lot points. points. Yep, fantastic. Yeah, I, I had uh, Russell Wilson and Chris Carson on my fantasy team. Needed a cool 70 points to win. I think they got me 30 combined. I think I'm really sad about Chris Carson um, because he just, him and Rashard Penny, don't know how to hold the football. They mm-hmm. don't know how to hold on to it. Mm-hmm. Back to me saying Rashard Penny's a bust, by the way. Confirmed. Um, but, uh, yeah, Chris Carson, I if you look at, like, Russ's, like, weapons, it's really weird, um, by the way. Have you, like, yeah. looked at that? Mm-hmm. I have it on my – I sent it to myself just to – I think we talked about that last week, didn't we? Um, Pretty sure. No, yeah, we, like, boasted them up, but, like, who they are. Like, if that makes sense, like, where, like, where he got them from. So he has weapons in OT this – Overtime because Tyler Lockett got injured, mm-hmm. right? And you know, he actually went to the hospital. Yeah, and apparently he's okay though. Yeah, he he's okay. It was just a, a really bad bruise, and he lost leg. Luke Wilson real early in the game. Don't remind me. Uh, right, and so there was a so he has a seventh. He had a seventh round running back who can't stop fumbling. That's what someone wrote. A rookie wideout who is basically a meme because DK Metcalf is just this swole. I mean, he's a good player. Yeah, but he's also like he fumbled. It was a big fumble, and he dropped like two passes that I thought he can catch. Yeah. So, um, I don't think I don't. Yeah, that's phrased negatively. Yeah. I think DK is really good. Yeah. Personally. I just think it's funny. Like yeah. someone wrote that, and then somebody and he wrote um, a wide receiver virtually the entire league passed up on waivers, which is Josh, Josh Gordon. Gordon. Yeah. I mean, pretty much everyone did, didn't yeah. they? Yeah. I think Seattle had like the 29th claim. Mm-hmm. I think something like that. Yeah. So yeah, it. yeah. And then Malik Turner, who caught a big pass. Number Shouts s- out. I know the number because 17 made a big play on third down, thanks to Russ. But who was that? Yeah. Uh, Josh Gordon, by the way, last night, two catches, 27 yards. That's okay for had, first game in the offense. He had one big catch because they yeah. put him in for the, that one play, and he caught a first down. And I was like, oh, Josh Gordon. And he doesn't even know the offense yet, they realistically. Said, they said run this way. Right, exactly. And he beat Richard Sherman on the play. So good. I just pulled up Malik Turner just for fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, last game, two catches, 35 yards. Uh he kind of looks like AB a little bit. It's kind of funny. Is I'm getting crazy? an AB vibe. Just a little bit. <laughs> kind of? No? Like the hair a little bit. and like cause it's kinda, I don't know. The don't smile? Know. Something. I don't know. All right. Shout out Malik Turner. Yeah. Go We're nice taking game. a long time. All right. Uh, Vikings beat the Cowboys 20-24. to uh, Minnesota moves to 7-3. and Cowboys move to 5-4. Five, five and four. I just found out that my grandma listens to this game or this podcast, and she's a big Vikings fan. So there you go. Graham Graham. I had the underdog for the Vikings. We hate the Vikings. We, I don't like the Vikings, but I had needed my money. And guess what I hit? The money. Hey, Kirk wins a primetime game. That's rare. <laughs> Didn't and know could do that. I, what mm. I said last week continues to this week with the Cowboys. They beat up on their division, but can't beat anybody else. Yeah, it's really weird. Coming into the year, I felt like people thought that the Eagles and the Cowboys were both, both going to be really, like, superpowers of the NFL like fighting for 11 12 wins mm-hmm. and I mean would it be that unrealistic to see a nine win team win the NFC East I I've mean, seen an eight and eight team right win the NFC East. that's what I'm saying yeah. like I feel like that's gonna happen now right like the Maybe. the Cowboys are five and four I think the Eagles are four and five or five and four as well so it's just weird how how things can go so differently you know and it looks like now it's gonna be something like that uh you know an eight nine win team sneaking right. into the playoffs Fix the playoffs, by the way. Yeah. Don't let that happen. 
Right, so let's get some stats in. Yeah, okay, sorry. <laughs> He's like, hey, move on, host man. All right, uh, Dalvin Cook, great game, 183 yards from scrimmage and one touchdown. He absolutely outdueled Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, Zeke, ever since getting his contract, has looked a little bit slower. Uh, mm. 63 yards, zero touchdowns. If if you watch that game, I don't blame Zeke at all. As Ezekiel, I don't Elliott blame Zeke, but I don't owner, think he looks as good as he used to. I don't. I don't think that's true. Really? I think that for some reason his offensive line isn't blocking great. Mm. I watched that game that like when they were they were driving to win. They were at the, uh, you know, the uh, Minnesota like ten yard line, and they wanted to use two run plays to just get some extra yards before they like take a shot at the end zone. You know. First run play, get gains one. Second run play, gets blown up for minus two. Immediately as he grabs it, what is Zeke supposed to do there? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was watching that all game, and I'm like, what is happening? Like, I get that this offense is oriented around passing because you, like, believe in Dak Prescott. But that does not mean you 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 have a premier running back, and I don't think that they're blocking great right now. Mm. I don't know why, and because they have so much offense. Like, their offensive line is covered in pro bowlers. Yeah. You know, yeah. So it doesn't make any sense. And if you, if to the people who said like Skip Bayless, who like threw Zeke's jersey in the garbage, you're being outrageous. Because Can let me Skip throw himself in the garbage. Yeah. Oh, serious. Yeah. Big. That's not even a hot take. That's a that's a fair take. <laughs> Sorry. But um, yeah. because that's just terrible. Like the slander he's getting. You know what? You don't like him. Trade him. Because I bet there's a lot of teams that can use him, and maybe we'll block for him. Yeah, I totally agree. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he's had a pretty good year, but there's also been a couple games where he just hasn't. They shown also up. they also like at when they're when they're beating a team that like is nobody's, they just put Tony Pollard in there. Yeah, that's true. And they like give him his touches cuz I right. as a Zeke owner, I know everything Zeke does, you yeah. know what I mean? And so that happens and then other times they just want to like show that Dak Prescott is a franchise guy by throwing right. it like you throwing the ball a bunch. Right. And they obviously they have Amari Cooper who is going to take a lot of catches. They yeah. added Randall Cobb Club, club, what a you know words. But um, Randall Cobb, who is a you know as a Bears fan, we don't like that guy, and right. he's not bad at football. Yep. Um. So you have passing options, and Jason Witten came back. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Kirk had <laughs> a know, decent whatever. game, twenty three for thirty two, two hundred and twenty yards, two touchdowns. But obviously, it wasn't about him. It was about Dalvin Cook. If you stop Dalvin Cook, that offense <laughs> does not work. I don't know how hard that, especially is. without Adam Thielen right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's so annoying because like the Bears, whenever they the Vikings phase, I'm not scared of the Vikings because we stopped Dalvin Cook. So then nothing happens for them. I have a cramp in my leg. Sorry. That's kind of fine. All we right. can just I can try the horse. No, leave it in there. That's funny. All right, Charlie Horse is live. Uh, you good with that game? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Falcons beat the Saints for their second win on the season, twenty six to nine. Falcons moved to two and seven. Saints Man. moved to seven and two. AJ, I have one question for you. Man, what did I? You know, when I what? said the week of the underdog, I didn't even take this bet. What? This bet, I mean, it's, it was plus five hundred. The Falcons are bad. They are bad. Well, what happened? No, they're bad. They're bad. But Matt Ryan's good. Matt Ryan is good. I yeah yeah yeah. I totally agree. <laughs> But they're bad. They're bad. As a team, they're bad. Matt the Ryan Saints is good. Are good? Great. Yeah, they're supposed to be right. at least, right? They were hey, five and zero with Teddy Bridgewater. That's, I'm just gonna throw it out there. It's New Orleans good. with Drew Brees, two and two, with Teddy, five and zero. I'm just saying. I'm. These are just the facts. Isn't go Tigers. I don't go Tigers. I don't really know. I don't know what's going on. I don't that, think there's any correlation to that. By the during way, that, it was just a weird game. Yeah, I, during that whole game, I was watching and I was like, "All right, so like the Saints were only really down by like this much. Like, right. just go ahead and score." Right. And they kept on going out there and just three and out, three right. and out, three and out. 
Alvin Kamara had 12 total touches, 74 scrimmage yards, so obviously not his best game, but he wasn't the issue. No. I, Atlanta didn't do anything spectacular. It was just a weird game. Yeah. Just a weird game. Really boring, too. <clears throat> very boring. Yeah. I don't have anything else to add. Nope. Uh, another game that was very weird, Titans beat the Chiefs 35-32. to 32. Uh, Ryan Tannehill shouts out 13 of 19, 188 <laughs> yards, two touchdowns. But oh man, the monster truck that is Derrick Henry. Henry 23 carries, 188 uh, yards, and two touchdowns. Derrick Henry, don't do it to him. I oh, I love Derrick Henry. Love Derrick Henry. Oh, he's I great. love Derrick Henry. And it, oh, he's 6'3. He's like what Leonard four. Fournette was supposed to be. That's funny. Oh, let's go back to LSU game real quick. Uh, Leonard Fournette's brother could not play in the game. Mm. Um, who is their starting running back? That's why Edwards played, and they look exactly the same. By the way, do they? He wears Leonard Fournette's number is he bald seven. Too? He's bald and has the beard. No kidding. They look I'm the exact up. same. Do the same, and they have like very similar names. You're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. What Unless there's another brother. This guy has a full head of hair oh, and no beard. That, that's like their picture before, like before the season. If you watch, if there's a picture of him on the sideline when they showed him, he's sitting there, bald, beard. You're kidding. Seven. I'm not. Did you find it? I'm working on it. Oh, okay, it's loading. It's I'm taking not a very kidding. long time. Like unless they There's were just showing, there. like unless Leonard Fournette went to the game and like they were just showing a picture of him with his old jersey on. He was a senior running back. His name is Leonard Fournette. Yeah. And he left the team. He quit. I guess. This is a whole different story. What did wow. I open? I they showed a picture of like they were talking about. What's ha- I don't know what's happening. You're like making faces. He left in October. Uh. He graduated in May. He has no eligibility remaining. His decision to withdraw, uh, he said he wanted to focus on to, he wanted to move on with his life. Fascinating. This is. Fascinating. This I just want a picture of him, but that's so interesting. I When I tell you that they, he was, somebody was wearing seven, which is the number he wears, I'm pretty sure. He, no, he wore 27. Then this doesn't make any what sense. What are you talking about? Maybe Leonard Fournette was just at the game. Because. Oh, wait, no, he used to. Wait, oh man, I am confused. I am <laughs> this, confused. We've opened a can of worms. Leonard Fournette. Who are you, Leonard Fournette? Are you Fournette. For- Leonard Fournette? Are you just? Are you his twin? Are you not his twin? Because I, I just remembered that because I was watching the game and they they shot like they they put it they like, the camera went to, a number seven I believe, and they were talking about why Edwards was playing because is Edwards their nor- normal starting running back? I don't remember. I don't know. I, I have so many questions. Oh, I have man. so many What's questions. Ha- it's bizarre. This is, I've opened some, I didn't mean to do it. I just remembered it right now. It Leonard is the only brother. Yeah. He left the team on October 2nd, so he probably wouldn't be at the game. Right. LSU number seven. Uh, Oh, it's Grant Delpit, the safety, who's a great player. Uh, but I don't think he's not bald either. I don't know what you're. Oh wait, he's wearing number nine. All right, we need to move on. <laughs> I am so lost. Jimmy, Go Tigers! <laughs> Jimmy's just like he's just like. Wait a minute. Wait There's, a second. It's just like questions, just like going all around the screen. All of this after we were talking about how cool Derrick Henry is. Yeah. Sorry, Derrick Henry's that fascinating. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, 446 yards, three touchdowns. Tyree Kill, 11 catches, 157 yards, one touchdown. Harrison Butt Kicker. Uh, Nick laughed at that one. Uh, Four for five on the field goals, but the one that he missed was a blocked game winner. 
Uh, I did want to mention the guy that did block it. His name is Joshua no, Kalu. He was three for five, I thought. Because remember there was a bad snap with the first Or did that get oh, it got penalized and sent back? Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it was four for five. Four for five, but they, he attempted yeah, was, another one, and it got penalized, and they, got, and they right. got, and sent him back to the punt. It, yeah. Yep, okay, I remember. Joshua Kalu um, was the guy who blocked it for the Titans. Yeah. He was added from the practice squad on November 2nd, and he wow. said in an interview that he understood the cadence by the fifth attempt because – a lot of people said that he was offsides on the block. So I went back through frame by frame, diligently, like a good good uh, scout that I am. He was <laughs> just about 15 times faster than everyone else on that play. It was amazing. So he said by the time the fifth field goal came around, he just knew what to look for. Right. Yeah. And that's, I mean, five field goals in a game doesn't happen that often, so you wouldn't probably change your cadence. No. It, it, I'm going to pull it up for AJ so he can watch this. And I had to play it in like half or – 25% speed so that you can actually see yeah. at the same time. But, oh, man, I just... That's pretty cool. I was watching it during class. No, mm-hmm. I wasn't. I was watching it before class. No, I, we're... I don't watch it during class. You don't go to class. Don't talk to me. St- oh. All right, I'm pulling up the video. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Is it... It's playing. It's the guy side? on this far... Oh, oh, God. I got it. The guy on the far left side. Can you give me a narration of what's happening? Uh, I can't see, so it's going to take a really long time, and then eventually they're going to snap it. But as soon as he snaps it, the guy's going to come off the edge and watch him come off the edge faster than anyone else is even moving. This is playing in quarter speed. Wow. Look at how much faster that he's is. He's already in, like, full Look sprint. at that. By the time the snap gets there, he's already around his defender. Wow. Incredible play. I just wanted to I just wanted to shout that guy out because yeah. that is amazing. Like everyone's going to talk about how it was blocked, but no one's going to mention Joshua Kalu. Yeah. Shout Good job, out. Joshua Kalu. Okay. That's all we have for big games. There's obviously other games. They weren't as big. Underdog uh, Titans, by the way. Boom. Top 5 teams in the NFL right now. <laughs> Let's start at number 5. Who who is your number 5? I'm going to pretend like I don't see the Right. Who you have. Uh it is the San Francisco 49ers because they are still Eight and one. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert, I have them higher than that. Uh, my number five is Baltimore Ravens. Did their job against a bad team, just like they've been doing all year except for the Browns game. Uh, Got it. Your number four, oh, our number fours are the same, Packers. Yeah. They're, I hate them, but they they're, did what they were supposed to do against they, Panthers. Well, it was, man, the it was snow close. game. Yeah. I loved it because it it's like, it's not even that time. Of, oh, maybe it is that time of the year. I don't know. It's getting kind of weird. Right. Global warming. Um, <laughs> but um, final score in that game was twenty four sixteen, and it came down to the end yeah. with a with a just like by an inch. Christian McCaffrey did not right. put the ball over. Right. So uh, shout out Packers number four. We hate them. Yep. Uh, my number three is the Seattle Seahawks. After defeating the 49ers, they move up to number three. Who's your number three? Saints. I don't have the Saints in my top five. I know. I had them at five. They I think lost. I think they'd be Probably. at six. I had them at five when I originally put this list together, and I think I like the Ravens more personally. Okay. So I think they'd be at six for me. I think that the the Saints lost the trap game. Yeah. Happens. Yeah. And obviously they're still like a really good team. Right. They're like uh, like if you look at them on paper, they have so many people, so I mean, many names. Would anyone be surprised if they win the NFC? I wouldn't be. I w- exactly. Yeah. So and if they go to like. To me, this is the perfect year for the Saints to go to the Super Bowl. Anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Just because like all this stuff happened at the end of last year with the penalty and everything. Right. So, I just think the Saints are just too hard to not have in the top five. Okay. And then your number two? Uh, I'm going to go with the Seattle Seahawks. That's where okay. I have them. Yep. I have the 49ers. Just... I just think after the last night's game. Yeah. I think if they play ten times, it's probably 
six five forty niners. I don't know. Jimmy, six, Jimmy Garoppolo didn't. He didn't impress me. Like when he had the no. Ball. I mean, he looked bad, and they only lost by three. That's kind of what I'm going. Yeah, that, at. Their defense for the forty niners. I was a little more. It was they were a little more legit than I thought they were. Coming they are the legit. They are legit. They're my fat. computer's about to die. Sorry. Huh? Don't keep talking. My computer's about to die. Yeah. Um. So they were like really legit to me, like the defense for sure. But Jimmy Garoppolo, like when it came down to, even their wide receivers were like dropping passes, and this makes me wonder, like, and the running game was kind of, uh, as well. Like there was nothing really that I felt was balanced, or they didn't really have a rhythm to the whole game. Plus, they lost Emmanuel Sanders in that game, didn't yeah, they? He got who was their basically their number one, one receiver. Yeah. yeah, and Kittle didn't even play, I guess. Right. So, so that's kind of a big loss to them. But they, like, at that point, Jimmy Garoppolo still has like you know uh, Debo Samuel. Yeah. And I personally just think, in if they play that game ten times, it's a toss up for me. Like both teams are so good. I just good think still. because like Russ is like my leading candidate for the MVP, I got to put him up. Yeah, high. sure. And then number one, we both have the Patriots. Yeah, that's just whatever. hard to say no to. Yeah, you know? they run by. Yep. Uh, whatever. They're still eight and one. Okay, and now for the first ever big fella of the week. Ooh, rumbling, stumbling, <laughs> tigers. Wow, that was cool. That was great. Uh, my big fellow of the week, Grady Jarrett, defensive tackle for the Atlanta Falcons. We have to put their measurements in here just to prove that they're big fellas. That's uh, Grady Jarrett, 6'1", 291. Uh, this past week against the Saints, he had two and a half sacks, five quarterback hits, and two tackles. And on the year, he has five and a half sacks, 47 total tackles, which is second among defensive linemen, only behind uh, Joey Bosa. And then two forced fumbles and 18 quarterback pressures. So a good week for Grady Jarrett, a good season for him as well. Right, I have Nicholas Williams, the D lineman, uh, D tackle, I believe exactly for the Chicago Bears at six four three oh nine. He's huge. Yeah, that's huge. Isn't his? Uh... He leads the Bears with six sacks this season after adding one last weekend. Isn't his Twitter like Big Gorilla or something? What is it? Big Cat. Is it something like that? I don't remember. Maybe he doesn't have a Twitter. He does. Doesn't? I like his stuff all the time. He's very like team oriented, and I love that whenever he gets a sack, he flexes, and he like you see his golden mouth like mouth guard. Yeah, it's great. I guess it's just Nick Williams ninety eight. Yeah. So I was wrong. Maybe it was something else before. Yeah. Uh. So and yeah, I just feel like it's very impressive when you have like people on the line. Well, it, for him to step in after Akeem Hicks's injury, right. you know what I mean, and right. to do what he's been able to do. Right. Great job, one. Yep. Uh, you have Khalil Mack, who. I don't think he's underperforming. I think he's getting like, man, they're really just, you know, triple teaming. Yeah, they're yeah. really trying to game plan against. Or my Garrett guy. Bowles is holding him every play. That was so so long ago now. It's still dumb. Yeah, it hurts my feelings though. There should be a cap on how many uh, times you can get a holding penalty. Yep. Uh, you have anything else for the NFL? Nope. All right, moving on to the NBA. Boom, boom, boom. Our precious precious Chicago Bulls still mm. suck. Uh, on Saturday they lost to the Houston Rockets, ninety-four to one seventeen. I don't think they suck either, but they're not, they're not obviously at the caliber of the Rockets yet, I guess. So I wrote Bulls can't hold the lead to save their lives because after the first quarter, they were winning. Yeah. The second quarter, they were down by one. Yeah. Third quarter, it was still like a, it was like less than a seven point game, I'm Mm -hmm. pretty sure. And then look at the final score, 117 to 94. The problem, I'm looking at the box score right now. So they were up seven after the first quarter Mm -hmm. and then down by one at halftime. And then in the third quarter, the Rockets scored 36, and the Bulls scored 18. And yeah. then the fourth quarter, there was a four-point differential. So yeah. it was the third quarter that lost it, the game. It's the second half. Yeah. We literally – I don't know what – Jim Boyland. Jim Boyland Go is doing. 
like in the, like when they go to halftime. Yeah. But he must be saying you're doing great. <clears throat> you know they won't figure you out. They have to clock out when they go into halftime too. That I know they do. I, I know that. And I don't <laughs> I don't care about the gimmicks gimmicks right now. Yeah, I want dumb. wins. And we have had the lead in so many fourth quarters and so many of like you know whatever. And this is like a good team to beat. This would be this would be a great statement for your young bulls right. to say that you can play with anybody. And guess what? You lost because yeah. you're. I don't I I don't want to call you a bad coach yet because I'm trying to be like positive. Bad coach. But he's. He's, he's getting there. The problem with the Bulls against the Rockets, no Bulls scored over 13 points, and Zach Levine shot 14% from three-point land. Doesn't help. Five assists, four turnovers for Levine, so not a great day the, for him. What was the rebounding? Because I, I think we get out-rebounded. I think Wendell Carter had a decent game, but after that, not much. Because like I, I, whenever I watch them play, something I get really annoyed by is the fact that we don't rebound. Wendell Carter had 16 rebounds against the yeah, Rockets. Great job. Yeah. But... Did we out, like, overall? You know what I'm saying? I'm not like, sure. Yeah. Let me check. Uh, Bulls, Rockets. I, they, I, I, mean, I don't they do think have, so either. They have Because Clint Capella has 20 rebounds on this list right, right here. Because the issue is our other main big man is Laurie, and he doesn't get rebounds. No, he's a so, shooter. Right. He's like, uh, he'll, he'll block people sometimes. Right. But, like, Wendell Carter, his job solely on the team is to be really athletic on the defensive side and get the rebound. So, uh, total rebounds, the Rockets had 55, the Bulls had 46. So, a nine-rebound difference. It wasn't that big, but... I mean, but, like, most of the games, like I said, the things that I noticed is, like, we get out-rebounded. Right. Like, when we faced the Knicks and we lost that game a couple weeks ago, man. Well, it's because yeah. their team is full of power forwards. <laughs> right. But, exactly. like, they literally just out... Like, they were just out re Because they would take a terrible shot. Four of their dudes would just be jumping and yeah. getting the tip-ins. Ridiculous. So uh, you mentioned Clint Capella. He had a good game, 16 points, yeah. 20 boards. Harden and Westbrook combined for 68 points, 16 <sighs> rebounds, 11 assists, and three blocks. <laughs> so they had a good night. Did. Uh, and then Monday, yesterday, yeah. the Rockets took on the Pelicans, and they defeated them as well. So the Rockets moved to 7-3. and three. Harden and Westbrook combined for 65 points. Clint Capella got another 20-rebound game, 11 points, 20 rebounds. Uh, no Brandon Ingram for the Pelicans. He rested. Josh uh, Hart scored 19 points, and J.J. Redick scored 24 points. They could really use some Zion right now. I, I could use some Zion. Right oh, now. I could use some I, Zion. I, yeah, that'd be good. Because um, it was only a six-point game. Well, Zion Brandon gets you six Ingram points. Ingram has been kind of the leader of that team in yeah. terms of scoring. Brandon so, like, Ingram gets you six points, too. Yeah, probably, right? Yeah. And so, I mean, I think that game would have been a little closer, but I also think that the Pelicans would have lost right. somehow. Yeah. They're just kind of, uh, they're young. They're growing. Right. They're, and I, they, I, I don't even know who their head coach is. I don't know if he's good or not. So. Uh, It's, uh, is it Monty Williams? I'm looking it up, I think. Go ahead. Alvin Gentry. I was close. Is that close? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? I don't know. He used to. Monty Williams used to coach the Pelicans, didn't he? Uh, I don't watch a lot of Pelicans basketball. Hey, you're missing out, man. JJ Redick, JJ Redick, my Josh Hart. Uh, oh, Monty Williams coaches for the Phoenix Suns. He coached for the Pelicans in. 2015. Okay. Got it. That was hard. All right. All that. uh, Whatever. Yep. Uh, The Raptors played the Lakers on Sunday. That was a good game. Uh, Raptors 113, Lakers 104. Both teams go to 7-2. Pascal Siakam, great game. 24 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists. Really good player. He averages 27 points per game, which is 7th in the NBA, 9 rebounds, which is 19th in the NBA, and 3 assists. And you mentioned you're surprised the Raptors are still contenders. Yeah. I. You know, once they lost... um, Kawhi. Ah uh, ha ha! Whatever, Kawhi. Yeah, that was my impression. 
Um, yeah, thanks. Um, but like once they lost Kawhi Leonard, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would, okay, now we're like, uh, hey, 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 <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Um, but, what it do, baby? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So once they lost uh, Kawhi Leonard after they won their championship, <sighs> I thought the Raptors would be like a middle of the road team, but they beat the Lakers, who, in my opinion, should be the best team in the NBA. So now, they were both seven and two. Was that after they won seven and two? After that game, yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, um, so that's impressive, and I don't like when I was watching that game. It was just it was a shootout. It yeah, like it wasn't like one team was better than the other. It was just a right. like they, they it was a gritty game. There was a lot of a lot of dunks that happened, and I was right. all and at the end of the day, like the Raptors just got the best of them. And a big factor to why the Raptors won is because LeBron only scored thirteen points, th- shot thirty three percent from the field, which you can't expect that from LeBron. I mean, yeah. he's going to get his 20 points. He yeah. had a good game overall, 13 rebounds, 15 assists. 15 assists. Anthony man. Davis had Passive. 27 points, 8 rebounds. So a good game from both of them outside of the points from LeBron, but you can't expect 13 points every night from LeBron. I mean, right. he's going to get his own too. Yep. Um, the Raptors then traveled to the other L.A. team and took on the Clippers. They defeated them. No, they lost, they excuse lost me, them, by yep. 10. Both teams moved to 7-3. and three. Lou Will. Six men like Lou Will got 21 points. Uh, Kawhi only scored 12 points and shot 18% from the field goal uh, field goal percentage. Uh, Pascal Siakam had another decent game, 16 points, 10 rebounds. Overall, that was just a defensive game. Yeah. I mean, a dog fight. I mean, out when you there. have a score of like 88 to 98 in this league right now, when right. scores are like 120 to something, all exactly. The time, it's uh, it was a really good defensive game, and you have written Paul George plans to make his debut Thursday versus the Pelicans, and that's crazy to think that their defense, like that Clippers team, is so like has so many defenders, and you add that one guy, right? They're gonna be so good. They're they are they're so good already, already, and they don't even have Paul George yet, right. who's a top and ten player in the NBA. And I know I said the Lakers are definitely my one, but the Clippers are two. Yeah, they're right there, neck yeah. and neck. Uh, on Sunday, the Nuggets defeated the Timberwolves in overtime, 100-98. Nikola Jokic, the game-winning shot, he scored 20 points. I love I love that guy. He makes me feel like I could be an athlete. Carl uh, Anthony Towns, 25 points, 16 rebounds. Do you have anything to take I was going to say, like, Jokic, like, the beer gut. That, that's what it is. That's my guy. He literally, like, if, you, if you're getting, if you're, like, trying to play the point guard and you see that screen coming, run. I don't know how long he'll actually play. Because a a truly big problem for him is getting into shape to play basketball, especially early. Yeah. Because it seems like every year, like he gains some weight over the off season. But he's so fun. He's so good. He pa- his passing. His passing. Oh, that's what makes him like a different bigger. And he has that. He's really tall, so he has that that easy shot over yep. people. Seven foot. He's listed at two forty nine. I think that might be a little... Ah, you need to bump that up at yeah. least 15. So, Carl uh, Anthony Towns had a good game. Uh, and then the Timberwolves traveled to Detroit to take on the Pistons uh, yesterday. And they defeated them 120-114. to Blake Griffin made his season debut, scored 19 points in the loss. Mm-hmm. Luke Kennard scored 25. Good game for him once again. But Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns were too much. Uh, the They got... 58 combined points out of those two guys did the Timberwolves. So right. Minnesota moves to 6-4. and four, The Pistons fall to 4-7. and seven. Derrick Rose, I checked for you, by the way. Derrick Rose scored six points. That's 19 good. minutes, I think. So not a great game from him. Not a great game from the Pistons in general. Yeah. But they were I mean, close. I'm not... He's your sixth man. He shouldn't be like your top scorer right. anyway. Right. So Luke Kennard, though, taking a big step forward. He's averaging... 
I'm going to actually check. I said that before I checked, but another game of 20-plus for him. So a uh, good game for Luke Kennard. He's averaging 18 points, almost 19 points per game. So uh, that's, I mean, we talked about it a couple last week, I think. That's exactly what this team needs, you know, consistency from Luke Kennard and Andre Drummond. And Blake and then, Griffin back. Right, exactly. Do you have anything else for the NBA? Nope. All right, moving on to CMU Sports now because we are Central Michigan University Fire Up Chips. I'm a Chippewa. So the uh, football team travels to Ball State this weekend. They are, the Chippewas are six and four, four and two in the conference. The Cardinals are four and five overall, three and two in the conference. Kickoff is at three thirty on Saturday. AJ, what do you think of this game? You bet the over. Because uh. God does Ball State score a lot of points, uh. and so do we. Yeah. And so whatever the number is, the over. I don't care if it's eighty, ninety. I don't know. It's kind of that's I, a lot. I get kind of worried about yeah. number ninety. If you if you never like if you don't like the over, you just don't bet. Right. That is my rule, and you live by that. Right. Never bet the under. I've learned that after many many mistakes. <laughs> you asked me on our like our second day of class, you're like, I think I'm thinking about betting the under. I was like, eh, I don't know. Don't yeah. bet the under. I bet the under though. I Makes won. you nervous. I actually hit that one. <laughs> Makes me nervous. That was uh, the Colts versus uh, the the Chiefs. For what it's worth, people listening at home, I have never bet a game. I just yeah. like generally know about it. Yeah. So like it's grandma, just fun I don't bet. Um, but um, for sure, bet the over. Ball State scores a lot for sure. Um, CMU is perfect at home, but they're one and four on yeah. the road. All their losses have come on the road, so that Except certainly one. could play a factor. Except, well, no, all of their losses, right? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, all I their losses and then one win. Yep. Yeah. Um, so CMU really needs to win out in order to have a chance at the and Western MAC title. To lose once. Right. Uh, Western is number one in the MAC West right now. They have Ohio this week and then NIU next week. Ohio is four and five. NIU is three and six. So we're going to need a little bit of a miracle. But either way, you know, the better the better record you have, potentially the better bowl game you get. So if CMU could win this game and then win next week against Toledo, that would be huge. Right. So hopefully they do that. The men's basketball team, we wanted to talk about them. They're 2-0 and against two D3 teams. They're winning by over 40 points in both. Uh, on Sunday, they beat... <laughs> They're facing D3 teams. I love that I wrote that. They got to win, all right? It doesn't matter. Mississippi Valley State on Sunday, they beat them 134-78, to and David DeLeo is averaging 24 points per game. So good season for him, good young season for the men's basketball I've been team. watching David DeLeo since, like, his freshman year, and I've always thought he's a great shooter, like yeah. a sharpshooter. And and this season he's just doing what he does. You right. know what I mean? And I'm really happy that, like, they don't have, like, a true – like, he's probably their truest scorer so yeah. far this season. Before it was always, like, a point guard, so he had to, like, wait for the ball. Right. Now he's, like, getting it on the corner a lot yeah. more. I love it. So the men's basketball team continues their uh, – Easier schedule, we'll say. Yeah. Uh, they take on Sam Houston State on Saturday and Yum. then Siena Heights on Monday. Yum. Just give me those wins, baby. For the women's side of basketball, not as much luck. They lost to the University of Wisconsin Green Jeez. Bay in double overtime. Final score is 105-111. to 111. <laughs> uh, Not a great debut. That was their first game for head coach Heather Osterley. For sure. I mean... Zero and one in the column. Yeah. And that makes me, I mean, I miss Sue when she retired already. You know what I mean? As soon as they got announced, I'm like, I'm going to miss Sue. Right. But to lose to Green Bay when, you know, our CMU program is really known for having a really good women's team. Right. And we're, we recruit so well, I feel like, because we always hear about people like, I'm choosing, you know, CMU to play basketball. And you hear these big names. Yeah. And that's super cool. But right. But to lose to Green Bay 
in double overtime at home. Yeah. Your game opener? Come on. Speaking of uh, recruits, someone they're expecting a lot out of this season is Molly Davis, the freshman point guard. She got 15 points, 10 assists, 4 steals, and maybe the most impressive for me personally. She played 49 of 50 possible minutes in this game. Is that impressive or is that like coaching? What are you doing? You like yeah, I don't know that. if it's a good decision, yeah. but impressive that she was able to do that. It's very like, it reminds me of Tom Thibodeau a little bit. Sure. Like, kind of worried. Only in that in that same vein, only three players that were not starting actually got any minutes. Yeah. So I don't know. This team isn't very deep, but it's just kind of scary when you run these but like, players so if, much. If you're worried about like using bench players against Green Bay, what happens when you face, I don't know, Louisville right. coming up, who yeah. is ranked? <clears throat> yeah, they travel to Louisville uh, this Thursday by the time – uh, this podcast comes out. You'll the game will. All yeah, be we won. No, yeah, right. like we said the last time, we actually did, but right. like I can't say it this time. So Louisville on Thursday, uh, the Cardinals <laughs> are ranked ninth in the country. They are two and zero. Their wins have come. Uh, they've won by nineteen points and then won by thirty six points. Um, and one more thing from that uh, Wisconsin Green Bay game: Kyra Brussel scored twenty nine points. So mm-hmm. hopefully they can get some scoring out of her. Yep. Uh, Maddie Waters as well, uh, and the rest of the team. It's After. weird to see like not seeing Raina Frost. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. And Presley, Presley Hudson. Yeah, and, and it's a changing unit. of guard. Changing yeah. of the guard. Yeah, and they were just so good. Oh man, and I All hope right. they're doing well overseas. So we're moving on to sports bets now. Um, I <laughs> said we're probably running long on this episode. I think we are. So we're only going to pick three games. Um, so do you have a lock of the week somewhere that you you feel I good about? I really like this week. Just looking at it. The money line is plus 120 for the Steelers to beat the Browns at home for the Browns. I think that's a great bet simply due to the fact that I don't think the Browns are that great. Yeah, I don't think the Steelers are that good Well, no, well, I've watched – I have to watch every Steelers game. And the Steelers' defense, every week, better and better. Minka Fitzpatrick – And Mason Rudolph, every week, worse and worse. No, no, Mason Rudolph's terrible. But they might get James Conner back. That's huge for them. They – like I said, the defense, T.J. Watt, is going crazy. Mm. Doug, Bud Dupree having the best year of or his. Or Doug. D- Doug Dupree. <laughs> Doug, Doug Bud Dupree. Dupree. No, 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 no tag. It is Bud Dupree, and he's having a fantastic year. The best yeah. year I think he's had in his whole career. Yep. Um, then you have, like I said, Minka's there. Joe Hayden does Joe Hayden things. He's been, mm. like, solid his whole career. Mm. So, I don't know. I don't see a lot of, like, holes on this defense, and they just make it really. D- I think Baker Mayfield, he already has a bad offensive line. Sure. Now you have TJ running at you. Yeah. There it is. Uh, my first one, New England is minus four against the Eagles right now at in Philadelphia. Take that all the way. New England is going to crush the Eagles. Coming off a of bye, the week before that they, was the week that they lost to the Ravens. I don't think the Eagles are very good, uh, and this would send them to 500, which I think is kind of closer to where they'll be. So, Eagle or Philly, excuse me, the Patriots plus four. I like also I'm looking at the Raiders versus Cincinnati Bengals game. After that showing, they're playing at Oakland, minus 10 the spread is. I like that mm. because, one, they just got blown out by, like, four touchdowns at least. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, two, Oakland, the Oakland Raiders have some fire under them. Mm. That was another underdog we didn't talk about that one that right. past Thursday night game. Fantastic. Uh, John Gruden getting tons of praise that like we talked about before. Um, the fans love him. We saw a video of him just hugging people in the mm-hmm. fan stadium. And like, that's a hard place to play. And minus 10. And for a quarter, what is it, Finley? I don't even, like, who are you? Ryan Finley. I, yeah, who is that? I don't even know. Quarterback from uh, NC State. No, but, like, who is that? Exactly. <laughs> um, so, I think minus 10, That's I love that right there. Yeah. Um, I like, I think there was an over I liked for the um, 
I'll go with my second one real quick. Uh, New Orleans Saints versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Saints are five and a half point favorites. Take that all the way. Saints will destroy the Bucks after being pissed off that they got upset last week. Oh, I'm so sad they updated it. So the the third one I, I had was the New York Jets were the underdog against the Washington Redskins at Washington. Mm-hmm. Oh, I still have it as they are. They're one point underdogs for me. Oh no no no! I was looking at the money line. Oh, because like see. when you when you see the money line, you see that plus sign, and you see it's like a good number. You take the money line. You mm-hmm. just take it, um, because you got to win that easy money. So, to me, I feel like the Jets should. I mean, they're, they're still minus one. And a half. That's not terrible, but the Jets are going to win that game uh, because they're starting Dwayne Haskins, who did not look very good yeah. in his debut. Well, it wasn't his really debut because he didn't start the game, but so far has not looked great. Right. Um and. Unfortunately, updated it, but that would have been a really good bet to take. Uh, I also, I know it's not like a gimme. I looking at the Houston Texans versus Baltimore mm. Ravens, the big game. Mm-hmm. Now they're plus one seventy six. Mm. Interesting because and it the over is only f- only fifty. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I don't I know if the Ravens has that good of a defense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and Deshaun Watson. Great run. Right, Great like 30 to 27 isn't unlikely um, to me. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah, I go. I like it. The over. Ooh. I'm looking at these games. I'm just getting I'm just getting excited. Let's go. My final good one. Week. And go it'll be a little bit of a twofer. Go ahead. Call me Give crazy. A parlay? Give me, hit me, hit me with a parlay. It'll be one game. A one game. Par- you can hit one game parlay. Uh, yeah. Hit me with it. All right. So. I love it. Bills are five and a half point favorites against the Dolphins. I love the Bills. I am a Josh Allen apologist. I don't think that they can beat I don't know if they can beat the Dolphins straight up. I don't know if they can beat them by five and a half. Over under is forty under. We don't take unders. I am. Okay. I think this is like a ten to nine game. <laughs> so I can see that though. Because the Bills have like been in really low scoring right. games like, the whole season. Like you know, thirteen to ten Bills. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Where they don't win by five and a half, they Here's, don't cover the okay, forty. We didn't talk about this at all, but Miami. Like obviously Okay, so I saw a stat recently before they had won any games. They were like Owen at the time, you know. They had, yeah, uh, they had the sixty-six percent chance to win or to be to receive the first overall draft pick. Correct. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, after winning these two last weeks in a row, they have gone down to sixteen percent. Yeah. What What is the mindset? Is it Is it now that Joe Burrow is going like up in the boards? Now Tua will be not. I don't need the first well, overall. I don't think that. Head coach Brian Flores ever wanted to lose, you know. He's just going out there to win, and he's oh. coaching for his job. I think not, not necessarily in that sense, but you know, if he doesn't win, if they were to go Owen this mm-hmm. year and get the first overall pick, and they don't do good next year, then all of a sudden he's on the hot seat. Yeah. You know, you get two wins with a bad team this year, and it looks really you good. Beat the Colts, yeah. The Ooh, Colts. I like the Colts. The Colts are really, and I they that, didn't have Jacoby, but I mean, yeah, but like that whole game is really annoying because in my mind, you have the stellar offensive line. You know, you have Quentin Nelson right. at guard. Right. You just swing that man and run the ball. Yeah. What were they doing that right. whole game? I was like, like it was crazy during the whole game. Like, even when Miami was winning, there were still like you could take the money line for them and make a lot of money. And we, and I didn't take it because I was so scared because I can't vote on Miami. Even though I said we could right. be underdog, that freaks me out more than anything. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. Just the recap of the game. All I need to know right now, I go to click the Colts stats. Brian Hoyer has 39 pass attempts. Why? Why? He's in your, a four-point game. He's your backup to a backup. 39 pass attempts, three interceptions. No, he's that is the reason that they lost. Yeah, uh, Marlon Mack is their main running back. He was averaging 3.9 yards per carry. He only got 20 carries or 19 carries. 
Why are we throwing it 39 times with Brian Hoyer? Right. What do are we you doing? Do, do what you did <clears throat> with the, against the Chiefs. You just run the ball exactly. over the clock. Exactly. And then you let you, and this is why Jacoby probably didn't play. It was supposed to be like an easy game. Right. You, you just you walk, you know, you walk over the Miami Dolphins, and then you let Jacoby play next week. Right. Uh, you'd be six and three. Right. Now you're five and four. Nick loves that, by the way. Oh, Nick loves that. Shout out to Nick. Shout out to Nick. Texans and 49ers fan. Oof. Do you have a second fan, second team? Not no. at all. I mean, like, there'll be moments where I like, I like certain players, so I like that team. Like, during the... That's where um, I'm at right now. Yeah, way. like, a couple years ago <clears throat> when the Cardinals had Tyron Matthew and they went to the playoffs, I was, like, a big fan of them because I love um, Adrian Peterson. Mm. No, not Adrian Peterson. David Johnson? Patrick Peterson. Oh, I'm okay. Sorry. I always get that confused. I forgive you. Yeah, it's okay. Um, but go dig it. Yeah, go dig it. Um, Patrick Peterson and Tyron Matthew love that. Then, you know, so there was just like a big thing about their defense. I I kind of like fall in love with defenses, mm. and that's why when you said the other time, like you don't like the Ravens, you you hate the Ravens. I'm like, no, like I've always been a defensive guy. So like back in the day, I used to like the Ravens. When the Ravens went to the Super Bowl, I wanted them to win, mm. and they did. The defense like, sucks now though. Yeah, that's why I'm not a fan of the Ravens. Yeah, yeah. my uh. I asked you this just because I wanted to throw it. My second team is the Bills, just because of Josh Allen, kind of. Oof, I would never. But could never. I I know. I hate. I myself would rather for it. be like a, because like I can't stand myself. I want, so I I get I like kind of I know it's kind of like a like not a very like oh you you know sports kind of answer but like I kind of fall in love with the jersey per season you mm. know what I mean like like man like like this year for some reason like when I was watching the Colts versus the Chiefs I was like. So clean, like yeah. just the classic white with the yeah. blue stripe. Right. It's just something about the way they run the ball. I was like, man, like I, I get why people are Colts fans. Yeah. Um, but then I also remember that Super Bowl, and I go, never mind. I still hate Peyton Manning. I think it was more on us than him. I think we won. Yeah, that game. but as my like, what was it, ten year old brain, all <laughs> I can think about is Peyton Manning. Like hurt me. It was funny because I was like, when I was uh, those stupid commercials still that, show up during that Super Bowl. I um. <laughs> during the, Omaha, <laughs> during that uh, Super Bowl, um, before the game, I was just like playing Madden in the mm. back, and then they were like, my my dad was had a bunch of people over at his office, and it was like streaming, like like uh, using a um, uh, antenna. No, uh, projector. That's it. Oh, okay. Projector to like project it on this big screen, mm. and and so like I was playing Madden 06, I think. Or, Great game. Yeah, the one. With, uh, Donovan McNabb was on it. That was 05. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 05. Because it was we were in the 06 Super Bowl, so that right. makes sense. Either way, and that was my favorite team, the Eagles, that year. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they had Terrell Owens, yeah. Westbrook, like so fun to play with the Madden. Either way, go back to it. Um I was like playing Madden and then I remember like the game like was starting and they were like they're like, AJ, like the game's starting, and I was like, like I had to like finish this one drill or whatever mm-hmm. to like watch it. So like I caught the end of like the Devin Hester return. Like, oh. I had just like oh. I was a kid, so like yeah. in my mind I'm like, nothing's gonna happen in the first two seconds. Right. And it did. I was screaming. And I, I just remember everyone like yelling, so I had to run and then I caught the end of it and my cousin like had recorded it. I'm one of his on a flip phone. Yeah. That's what a time. Right. In my life and at that moment, I was like, We're gonna be Super Bowl fucking uh, Super Bowl bleep. bleep. Ah, it's unfortunate. We're gonna be Super Bowl champions. That's what yeah. I thought at that point. I'm just gonna cut that instead. Yeah. Uh <laughs> but yeah, we didn't get that. That guy's ridiculous, by the way. Hall of Famer. Oh, absolutely. 
People say, oh, Josh Cribbs is the best returner of all time. That is wrong. Josh, that is wrong. That guy was like injured like half that his career. That is wrong. That guy like got one concussion and never stopped. People are pissed that Devin Hester went to Atlanta afterwards, I think. But oh my God, Devin Hester fault. is the best. I know. They didn't sign him. Hall of Famer. And then what he did for Seattle and like the one game he played for them. Wow. Yeah. Like that, like he was like bringing like the idea of kick returning in the NFL has kind of died. Yeah. Like nobody really does it. Right. But in that one game, he was just showing them why it should be it's an art form right you know it's beautiful it's a great i watch his videos all the time today yeah. i think was the um anniversary or yesterday of the new 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 york giants kick oh yeah yeah the one where like he the field goal and missed and then ran it back for a touchdown i don't know what you're talking about i guess new york giants where they kicked the field goal and then he caught oh, it in again the zone, yeah yeah yeah. and then okay. he like yeah, yeah, walked yeah. and he was like gotcha and then yeah he just went yeah and then i gotcha. god that the my favorite play uh, 109 yards. It was great. Yeah. It was like the longest uh, play in NFL history. At the time. Hall of Famer, right? Oh, yeah. Gotta be. So, but my, yes, absolutely. All right. So we uh, just started rambling. Yeah, so we started we just rambling. So I was like, you know what? Just cut it because <laughs> yeah. like, I can't. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> can't so, speak anymore. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to Kings of the North podcast episode three. Hope you all enjoyed. Check us again right here next week. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Follow us on Twitter. Go Tigers. You know, deal. Go Tigers. 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 Go Tigers.